Welcome to the ECG podcast for the week of June 14th. I'm Chris Waterman, one of your hosts. Tonight I'm joined by Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, what's up? George Arevalo from Miami, Florida. What's going on? And Zach Cassell from Boston. What is going on? We're here to go into our impressions of E3, including Game of Show, Biggest Bomb, Favorite Conference, and Best Surprise. Before we uh, get into all of that, uh, how's everyone feeling about E3 this year? Just overall impressions. Uh, tell me about the conferences you watched or missed. Um, just in general, how are we all feeling about it? All right. Uh, I'm I'm uh, super pleased. Uh, I know a lot of people are uh, kind of say that it was kind of a lackluster um, E3. Um, I just think because there wasn't as many holy shit like moments that people felt that way. But uh, I mean, overall, I was uh, I you know. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, happy with with what we got. Um, there were some games, you know, that I wish we did see gameplay for. I'm ready to see what you know. Well, I mean, we've already seen Cyberpunk, but like, I'm ready to see what all these you know game journalists are raving about. Like Greg Miller was like, "This is like unlike any game I've ever seen in my life, and it's gonna blow people away, and it's gonna be everyone's favorite game." Like, I want to see what he saw. And uh, yeah, he said that he would not be surprised if it becomes people's favorite game of all time, which is like, oof. That is a pretty, uh, I mean, that sets a pretty high bar, you know what I mean? And and I saw that, maybe not that exact sentiment, but certainly, um, you know, a uh, similar sentiment echoed a lot across uh, games journalism on Twitter throughout the, uh, the, you know, the week as people, more and more people see it. Um, I, I totally agree with you that, like, I, what we're, surprises are concerned that, yes, it may have been a bit of a... Uh, um, lacking, you know, from years past, uh, but I do feel like the console generation is in a weird spot where, like, we now pretty much have confirmation that holiday 2020 is when the next console generation is going to kick, you know, kick off. Um, I would not be surprised if we get a fair amount more surprises next year um, at E3 uh, to really kind of um, showcase like that next gen technology. Um, you know, it, it kind of makes business sense. Um, but I'm with you, man. Like, I saw plenty of things throughout the show i mean if anything when i really started to kind of think about when these games are coming out um i kind of panic because i'm like fuck when am i going to have time to play all this shit there's a lot of good stuff coming out um fall of this year and then april of next year looks absolutely bananas already like with you know cyberpunk and a couple of other games but um yeah man like it's um it's it's bound to uh not please everybody but um I i think that there were things at each conference that i saw that i really enjoyed yeah um that's the thing. the the one The one game I think more than Cyberpunk, just because we have seen gameplay for Cyberpunk. Um, I think the one game that I wanted to see gameplay for the most, and I'm, I don't want to say I speak for the majority of people, but I speak for a lot of people when they we uh, I thought I thought them you know we were gonna get like the roof blown off on this Avengers game, and uh, I mean we got some info and everything, but you know. Uh, uh, I'm super happy with the trailer that I got because I'm a huge comic nerd. So like that, I was on the edge of my seat that that whole thing. But uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see more from that. Uh, I, I oh, like I said, uh, it's short and uh, just to make this short and sweet. Overall, I, I was I was happy with what we got. Um, and I agree with you. I think next year you'll see a lot more like God of War when that got revealed. Holy shit, style moments because. Um, uh, like you said, I think that uh, trying to save their big guns for the new console coming out, and uh, uh, yeah, that's just uh, my overall feeling. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think you put it best when you said that you're pleased. Like that's kind of how I felt. Like I felt like I was 
I enjoyed E3. I was hoping to be blown away, and, and I wasn't. I mean, the, probably the, the biggest wow factor for me was uh, Johnny Silverhand, as well as a Breath of the uh, a sequel to Breath of the Wild. But yeah, I didn't think it was like any. There was no big shock factor or anything like that. I thought it was super solid. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it was missing. It was, I think it was missing like that big, big shocking moment or something like that, like in in years past. But it's okay. You can you can always have that. <laughs> Adam, I know you uh, typically don't watch the press conferences. You're more of a fan of kind of getting the condensed um, the bits uh, and watching sort of the the clip outs. Um, what did you see that you, you know, just overall liked, didn't like? Like, what was your impression as somebody that doesn't watch the full conference? Yeah, well, I watched Microsoft and Bethesda because that was Sunday. And I was like, I can do that. Cool. Good conferences. Um, and then, yeah, I watched recaps on everything else. Pretty much everything was all right. Like I said, no real big surprises. The thing for me was got specs for next gen, which those specs for that Xbox sound ridiculous. That'll be cool to see that. And then I pretty much just focus on the games that I want. And every the thing is about you watch a conference and it's like, oh, here's a 10 minute clip, here's a five minute clip. But then afterwards, you know, a couple hours later, it's like, here's a full 30 minutes of gameplay. So I'm like, that's what I'm waiting for. So all the things that I was actually cared about. I watched all the extensive stuff afterwards and I was like, that's pretty interesting. So for me, I got what I wanted out of it. You know, I got specs and I got to pay attention to the things that I care about. So fun for me. Hey, fair play. Well, uh, let's <clears throat> jump into uh, discussing, I guess, to start off, like what our favorite overall conference you can approach this however you want. Uh, what, you know, whether you want to go like you think it's the best conference or just the one that you enjoyed the most. And we'll kind of talk about, you know, talk about that. Um, I personally didn't think there were any bad conferences this this year. Like just like ooh, they really uh, took a big swing and a miss. Um, but you know, I I I think there was uh, there's plenty of good. So um, I don't know who wants to kick us off, man. Like let's 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 get into what we really liked or our, our favorite. I mean, I, I'll start us off. My my favorite <laughs> one was Microsoft, um, just because um, of all the games shown on this stage. I feel like uh, you know. I'll play more of what I saw on Microsoft stage than I'll play uh, uh, any of the games I saw on any of the other stages. Um, I like, you know, pick and choose games from the other conferences that I'm, I'm excited about. Um, I feel like usually when I watch Microsoft, you know, from beginning to end, I'm usually excited. So um, despite the fact that it wasn't like a holy shit conference, like I, I, uh, I really enjoyed Microsoft's the most. I think for for me, it was between Square Enix and Nintendo. I thought both were really, really good. I'm going to go with Square Enix because we've come to expect that from Nintendo, and and Square Enix had a bit of a bounce back here. Um, I think it was... I think the criticism with the Avengers um, trailer and the preview is that it's really hard to get past not having the likeness of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I think that was something that's it's kind of, it's going to be hard to kind of get over because uh, it's basically, you know, different voice actors. They, they don't even look the same, but the game, I think, has a ton of potential. And it looked it looked pretty interesting story-wise from what was shown. Uh, apart from that, I thought uh, uh, Square Enix just had, like, an you know, excellent conference. They gave people what they want. They didn't need to, to wow or, or anything out of left field. We got a release date for Final Fantasy VII. Some people are going to be upset that it's not uh, that it's that, excuse me that it's going to be a PS4 exclusive, but um, but I'm good with it. Um, I'm excited for that game. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's probably you know one of my most anticipated remakes in in quite some time. So I, I really enjoyed Square Enix uh, conference as a whole. I thought they really uh, gave everybody what they were 
hoping to get. So just to, just to piggyback off your your um, Square Enix real quick in, in talking about remakes and everything. So right now, I think for me, I would consider, I would say Resident Evil 2, like the epitome of what um, completely re- like overhauling the game should be like. Uh, it, am I wrong there? Is there a game that no, did it better no. than Resident I mean, Evil 2 so far? Man, that Yeah, that game was uh, just the, the amount of TLC and like uh, how they managed, I, like it's it's almost magic, like how they managed to really maintain the essence and spirit of the original Resident Evil 2 while making it feel like a modern game. Like, I mean, it, it was just simply stunning. Like, I loved everything about that. Like, that experience was great. Yeah, so, and, and as amazing as that is, dude, Final Fantasy 7, this remake looks fucking bonkers dude this thing looks so good i never um, played sevens and like i can't wait <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? like, exactly like even all right so that's that's awesome so you've never played seven like how nope. awesome of a game did this look to you yeah i have no nostalgia i have no ro- rose-colored glasses whatsoever and the entire time i'm watching this trailer i'm like this is something i can't wait to get my hands on like i don't know anything about like i have uh it seems like i'm kind of out of the loop in terms of like a lot of the uh the story beats and and sort of expectations but yeah man like coming in as like from a purely like ignorant standpoint um i i love it can't wait yeah i also think it looks awesome i'm i'm, I'm super excited for it like i said i, I just you know and it's it's going to be cool if you've never played this particular one you're going to experience everything brand new i mean the game has just such like a massive cult uh and mainstream following like i mean i don't think it's the best final fantasy game of all time but a lot of people think otherwise <clears throat> so it's cool that they're, they're they're completely redoing it and revamping this game and it looks like um it's gonna blow everything out of the water um so i'm 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 super hyped for it i i can't wait to play yeah um i was gonna really quickly before we uh pop off the Zach is uh, is going to be uh, gone for a few, so we'll just try. But kind of piggybacking off of what he was saying, you know, the Microsoft, uh, you know, conference for for a second. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I, you know, I, I enjoyed about their uh, uh, their conference, and I just, uh, well, you know what, I'll say that for uh, for the <laughs> the next the next section. Um, but with regards to the, the Avengers, I will say I think one of the smartest things they did. George was showing the voice actors, um, you know, anyone that's really familiar with like video game voice actors, you've got, you know, the voice of Nathan Drake as Iron Man. Perfect. You've got Nolan or uh, Troy Baker, you know, who's just world-class voice actor who is voicing, you know, Bruce Banner. Like, I think it was smart to introduce those people and kind of like, kind of, you know, show you like, Hey, Laura Bailey, like she's, uh, another incredible voice actor. She's going to be voicing Black Widow and like putting some personality and some faces to be like, oh, okay, like so this may be in good hands. I think the biggest miss with that, like the kind of the weirdest thing to me about the the trailer was it was hard for me to distinguish gameplay versus like the cinematics and maybe like I, I don't feel like I know a whole whole lot about um, you know the game, but in terms of like yeah story, like showing that like they are definitely trying to tell a epic comic book story i think they like succeeded there like i'm sold i'm like yeah okay so you're you're doing something that is going to feel you know big in scope and and really showcase the hero so that's cool i'm just i'm you know my curiosity is not quite sated that's all yeah i i absolutely agree and what i just kept telling myself because yeah i don't think it was a they showed us enough to sell us on it completely what i kept telling myself was hey spider-man was great Spider-Man was awesome with a new storyline, different voice actors. You know, it's not quite canon. And they were able to pull it off. 
you know, I'm, I'm going to give these guys the benefit of the doubt. It looks like it's going to be like they're going to try to deliver a story like that and have that whole party based combat adventure style, maybe a little bit like uh, like a Dragon Age or so, um, which which seems kind of cool. Uh, yeah, there's still we still got a lot more that we're gonna have to see before the game comes out. But but yeah, for me, that was just the hardest part is getting past these guys. Don't look like the ones in the movies. That was the the tough part for uh, a lot of memes. For me. Like yeah. when you buy, when when you buy your superheroes at like the CVS or whatever, like <laughs> yeah. kind of memes. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Like they they kind of tease that maybe PlayStation owners will get some. Uh, Content related to Spider-Man, if I was picking up on their hints uh, correctly, I could be way off base, but it did seem like they were saying, hey, PlayStation editors, like, stay tuned, there's a little something special for you, maybe confirming that this is in the same universe, and that maybe, like, I don't know, is it too much to think that Spider-Man could be a playable character, like, in this? I don't know, what do y'all think? I think that would be amazing, but I don't know how you do that with Spider-Man being an exclusive. Is the, is the I don't think the Avengers is going to be for multiple platforms, or is it just for the it, PS4? It is, but they said PlayStation owners like stay tuned. There's something special for you in particular. Yeah, so. yeah. I guess it would be it'd be kind of rough to have it. I don't know, but I mean that would be really cool. I think they they have the report. I think it could totally fit. I mean, you get to see all those things, the Avengers Tower and all that stuff in the Spider-Man game. So. Um, so why not? What do you think, Adam? You think we could see Spider-Man as a playable character? I think the most you'll get out of that is like either some sort of Spider-Man skin for another character or one side mission that has Spider-Man in it. I don't think they're going to be like, here's a whole new playable character for the entire campaign and it's only available on PlayStation. That doesn't seem reasonable. Yeah. To put one character only on one system into the and work it in, but then take him out the rest. Like it's going to be a, a side thing. It'll be like any other exclusive thing where it's like, all right, you get this one mission that takes ten minutes. Yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll just be something as lame as a cutscene. You know, who knows where? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah interesting. Uh, so I, I'll go with mine. Like, um, I and I'll kind of explain here. This may not be a popular opinion, but I think my favorite conference overall was bethesda um namely because like i you know i got kind of close looks at, at games that i'm looking forward to that are coming out soon like wolfenstein um you know is it new blood young blood and um doom eternal as well as uh, death loop was one of my favorite surprises to come out of uh, all the conferences like i am a huge dishonored fan as we've talked about I think those games are criminally underplayed. So to kind of see the next evolution, I would have liked the Dishonored 3. But hey, man, if this gets people interested and it keeps Arcane in business, like more power to them. I'm just glad that they're still making games. And this looked very, very intriguing to me. I also, although I will never play Fallout 76, I don't care how many NPCs you put in that thing or anything else, like I'm out. Um, I, I thought it was cool that they kind of acknowledged it head on. Hey, you guys gave us well-deserved criticism. We, uh, we launched a game that was in less than stellar state. We failed to meet your expectations and we're working on it. Like, hey, cool, good, you know, good on them. I thought it was, it was nice that they kind of threw in some, some humor, uh, you know, uh, with Todd Howard out there. Like, you know, he's a very charismatic dude. So um, was not surprised at all that they had him kind of deliver that message. Um, he, they got ahead of the messaging prior to E3 saying, hey, no Starfield, no Elder Scrolls. Some people were disappointed, but I'm like, hey, man, they explicitly said those games were going to be there would have been a nice surprise but um you know uh, i think they've kind of taken the approach where like uh, 
it was more unusual for them to talk about those games last year than it is to leave them off the, the docket. And I'm totally fine with that. Um, I just, I kind of like the, the overall pace of that. We got some, you know, news obviously on some DLC for some other games like Rage 2. Um, but I, I, I just enjoyed, like, there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to and, and things that are coming soon, um, which, you know, hey, good, good stuff, man. Um, you, I know you, you really wouldn't um, consider playing uh, Fallout 76? Like, I, I would, I mean, I would give anything for that game to make a comeback like some other games have. I mean, it's not in a state where I think it's playable for me right now or a piece. But I would love nothing for that game to make one of those, you know, crazy comebacks like like Rainbow Six Siege or the First Division, stuff like that. For it to kind of come back. Hey, remember, even Destin came out, you know, wasn't wasn't very good, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it, it, I, it would be cool just, if it makes a comeback. I, I would it, love it to would be. I just know myself, right like Elder yeah. Scrolls Online is supposedly like one of the best MMOs out there right now. It's, it's constantly got new content. Apparently, it's just very polished and, and great, but it came out, was kind of a disaster like i mean hey man i love you know the other scrolls but i'm i realistically i know like i i'm already invested into too many games as a service as it is with some more on the horizon that have kind of got my eye i just know i'm not gonna ever play that like you know it just That's uh, it's just you know and it's not that i don't want like if given given an infinite amount of time in the world that I wouldn't. It's just more like I just I know that's not gonna be something for me. And I but I appreciate that they're not abandoning it, you know. Um Adam, so I know you've watched a couple of the conferences. Uh what's your impression as far as like what do you you know from what you saw or you know read or whatever, like what what do you think was your favorite? My I think the best conference Microsoft for sure. Just the amount of games the like I said the specs earlier. My personal favorite would probably be Soft just because it had the most games that I had the most interest in. Just like you and Bethesda. It's like that's they have the stuff that I really cared about in this particular um at this particular E3. So Ubisoft and I went back. I was like, yeah, that's some stuff I can get down with. Yeah, fair play, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think like so to kind of recap since we've we've gone through a lot of the other comments really quick. I know we have some siege like uh, that spin-off. We've got obviously um watchdogs watchdogs which looks oh man that looks incredible some of the systems in there yeah um, gods of monsters gods of monsters yeah i was kind of curious the derby game uh, i'll play that with my son for free that's all good yeah oh yeah man yeah that looked kind of cute and you know like mischievous like nothing too like serious or anything but like definitely could have some good competition uh, kind of remind me of like uh rocky league and that's kind of you know uh, semi-wholesome fun um but cool uh, and uh, Ghost Recon, I might, I might get into that um, breakpoint. Yeah, I like the extended, the extended gameplay was pretty nice. The like thirty minute video they had on it, mm-hmm. it's pretty. So again, I think Microsoft was definitely the best one there, but I just liked a lot of the stuff Ubisoft had to show on a personal level. So yeah, that Watch Dogs might be my favorite thing coming out. I just went back and started plowing through too because I never actually got that far in it. I've been doing that all day. Yeah, I've never played a Watch Dogs game. One Looks had no interest insane. in me. Two was one of those games where I think I just waited a little too long. I was like, yeah, sale, and then like other stuff kind of came out, but maybe ahead of uh, what did they say? When is Legion coming out? Is it this year? I do believe it's this year. I'll double check real quick. But I'm pretty yeah, sure it's probably right. Um, but like it just the the system they showed of being it's able to year. like next year. Okay, Ooh, oh, is, is it spring next year? Okay. Yeah, Ghost Recon's the big. Um, That's right. That's right. The big- Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, I just it's hard to keep track, but uh, the being able to recruit any NPC system, like, uh, I mean, wow, like if that works as advertised, like that's just a really cool, neat thing to do, you know, um, to to take any old person in the world, and I'm sure it's not like any old person, I'm sure, you know, but like 
uh, I'll have time, a large swath of people that you can encounter in the open world uh, and then just recruit them in and, you know, have them as a playable character. Super dope. Uh, so let's move on to biggest bomb. Uh, you can uh, same thing. You know, if you want to do like a overall conference, great game blunder. Uh, like I'll give you, uh, I'll go first. I'll give you my example. Um, again, maybe a controversial controversial opinion, but I feel like uh, for me personally, the biggest blunder of the show was Microsoft not having a better showing of Gears and Halo in particular. Like their first party stable showing, I felt like was just sort of frustrating for me personally, where I'm like, I just want you to show me a bit more. Like, if Halo's coming out day and day, I, I get you don't want to, like, majorly spoil it, but, like, you know, that, that cutscene was cool and all, but, like, I want to show me that this is, like, the next big thing that Halo has evolved, that you're telling me a great cinematic story with, you know, something that I've never seen before, but it's Halo. Uh, Gears of War as well. Ah, oh, man, that was like the the new mode looks super cool, but what a lame as fuck trailer for that like that uh, that campaign, man. Like the what they showed last year was leaps and bounds better. Like I, I feel like yeah. that did nothing to increase my excitement for that game. And granted, I really want to play it. Like yeah, I love Gears, but like uh, that seemed more like a teaser, and last year seemed more like the meat and potatoes. Am I wrong? Am I off base yeah. there? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here quick <laughs> with two things. You are right. I think the Halo one course because at the end of next year the interesting thing at the very beginning of that what they showed us as in engine footage so i'm assuming they're hinting at this is what the game looks like like this is not a cutscene. this is the game running which which is all i guess like well and good but i don't know man like i like i, I know I, nitpicky here but like i i feel like for like this was like their year to have like really have the spotlight like why not knock it out of the park like give me like a quick little like five minute demo where like i really get a an idea of the scope of this thing you know like what this engine looks like like show me some first person you know shooter like footage like i don't know like just something a bit more and yeah, i'm sure they'll do next year of course yeah but i mean like why not when you when you have no competition to speak of right like and then the gears cool. thing yeah the gears i'm with you gears was trash um it's dumb because i think that on mixer gears showed a bunch of stuff after the conference so it's like why didn't you pull some of that i didn't get it watch it but i was like yeah that showing was was trash you didn't show it i don't think there was any gameplay that i can remember no yeah no. i don't know what they showed after the show i haven't gone back to look but i'm like you should have put five minutes of that into your presentation after right. they they let some people play it and what like i think some celebrities or something were we're gonna yeah, play save your words the new, yeah the, the new mode but you know it wasn't at, you know part of the uh, e3 per se for for me, I kind of like I kind of agree with you, Chris. For me, I thought the biggest bomb is their decision with Halo. Like it really seems like they're intentionally holding out Halo to ensure good sales for the new system, which I understand in in a business sense. But I'm really dis- you know I thought you don't think hoping- showing it would, but I, yeah, you don't think showing it would drive the sales of the system more. Yeah, I think it would. That's what I'm saying. It would, like, it would. It's but like. I, no, no, I mean, sorry, maybe I maybe I misspoke. What I mean is, like, I was hoping Halo was gonna come out for the Xbox One. Oh, know, yeah. I, I, that's what I want. Like, they're holding. Like, it feels like this game should have come out for this current generation. I think it'll be pushing. There's yeah, no way this game. They said it's coming out on both. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'll double check, but I'm pretty sure it's coming out both. Yeah. Correct. Which is to believe the game is go- is, is pro- should probably be ready before Project Scarlet intentionally hold it out to, to to kind of boost those sales. Like I just want that fucking game sooner, man. That's just what I want, and it just feels like I'm fine yeah, with that's... the release date. I just I just want like if it's presumably a little over a year 
way. Like you should have something like even if you're going to do one of those bullshit E3 demos where like it's a vertical slice to kind of give you an idea. I'm fine. I'll take that, man. Take that all day. Like I remember in college, man, like pre YouTube, like on fucking E-bombs world or something, watching like an eight or 10 minute (laughs) demo from Halo 2 where they were showing like destructible vehicles and shit like that, where you could actually shoot the tanks on the side of the fucking ghosts and shit like i think it was the zanzibar map and how you could open the gate and all this stuff like show me something like that man like i remember just drooling being like oh my god like you know like this game's coming out um a few months i guess at that point like you know like i don't know like show me show me what the next like big jump in halo is because they you know they they have a uh, nowhere to go from you know but up from what i understand from five i didn't even bother playing the campaign i heard the multiplayer was great but I I'm I'm more blown away by the fact that they didn't show and gameplay for Gears on the stage and that game comes out in three months. Well, exactly. Yes, I mean that that is more uh, than Halo though. Insane. Like yeah, yeah. Like I'm I'm way more shocked that they didn't show more for Gears than they did for Halo. I can understand not showing Halo because there's going to be a huge blowout on it next year, but not showing Gears like that is their tentpole title for this fall. If I'm a casual dickhead that's watching that conference, like, and that's my one and only, you know, uh, exposure to gear as a potential, like, you know, uh, single player Jumping campaign game, like, I've, I'm going like, what the fuck's everyone got such a hard on about? This game looks like it sucks. Like, it's just some chick who's having a seizure, you know, like, in a little cutscene. Like, what is this? You know, I mean, granted, I know they had the cool cutscene and shit for the new mode, but like, which know. is, which is really cool by the way because like i uh, like adam said they you know they showed gameplay of it afterwards and everything so you can yeah, it check fun. it out and it yeah it, it looks super cool so obviously in all in like yeah there's they showed way more of that game afterwards than that should have been you know it, at least uh a montage of gameplay or a story trail or something because that was just I'm Gears, Gears is my favorite franchise ever, man. I love that game so much, and like even I was just like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, I was looking I mean, forward to it. I, I am that casual dickhead. I've never moved Gears in, in my life because it's never appealed to me. And and I and I agree. When I saw presented it, I was just like, "I don't understand what the big deal is." It didn't seem it, like I wasn't like, "Oh, I really need to get this game," you know. In that group chat that we have, Chris, like some, a couple were so excited, and I was just like, "Well, I guess if everyone's gonna get it, I'll get it." But like I. At this point, I don't know what the what the big deal is, and and I, I was expecting more out of that too, for sure. So I I have a, a disappointment that's um yeah, let's move on, man. By all means, it's it's kind of it's kind of uh not it's not controversial, but like it's kind of like a different kind of disappointment. Uh, the Breath of the Wild um sequel trailer, I was I didn't care for it at all, and my reasoning behind that is. Um, I think Breath of the Wild is extremely, extremely overrated. Um, I think it's a very good game, and uh, I think that's about it. And I think they should make a sequel to the real greatest Zelda of all time and give us a sequel to the... I'm sorry, yeah. did you say the Ocarina of Time? <laughs> <laughs> he said Sonic 2. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with you there, Zach. Like, maybe not in that, like, extremely overrated i i don't think that uh breath of the wilds um a 10 like as a complete package i think the gameplay system and world design is definitely a 10 like i love like that's a great world to like discover and like the gameplay systems are incredible in that but like story wise uh temple wise and all that, i mean i i have plenty of complaints about breath of the wild 
Um, but yeah, I, do, I, I, I kind of agree. Like the, I mean, I, well, Breath of the Wild, I don't think is is empty necessarily. I just think that like um, there could be there there could have been more, you know, in it could have could have been fuller. So I wouldn't call it empty, but I, I would would think I would say that like I agree with you that it's uh, it's lacking in some in some regards. But the trailer was kind of odd to me, where it's like. Cool. So you're teasing something that's probably a little ways out. Um, it's a uh, it's supposed to be like this tone piece, but I thought for a second, like I swear to God, like when I was watching that, that they were gonna do like an undead nightmare kind of thing, like and they were gonna be like Legend of Zelda, Death of the Wild or something. And I was just like, the fuck is going on? Like, is this like a weird DLC where like everything's all dark and like horror and spooky? And then it's like, oh no, this is okay. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, uh, and that that was like I said. Uh-oh, someone's going to burn down. <laughs> well, let Zach uh, attend to that. What did you George? Sorry, what was that, man? You were breaking up for Oh, it's okay. I was saying, what, what did you guys make of the trailer for Breath of the uh, Wild sequel? What did, what did you guys think? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm useless for this one. I intentionally tuned out because I'm still working uh, the first one, so I didn't want to watch anything about that second one that might spoil it, so... Oh, yeah. it's there's so. no story spoilers like you don't have to worry about that like it's, it's more it very saying much, it's coming yeah it was more of a tone piece like kind of showing this weird corruption like it, it really didn't tell you much about like anything other than like it's going to be in the same general like area it looks like like maybe like uh, the map probably overhauled just a bit um and they just showed link and Zelda. so i mean it's not really like it's not really anything pretty to spoil Okay, oh. I'll check it out then. Adam, what about you, man? What did you what you make of it? The Zelda trailer, yeah, I'm with it. I don't honestly think looking back at it now and going through everything, I think Nintendo, the direct was like half of it was like, oh, this is really interesting. The other half was like, this is garbage. I don't know about garbage might be a tough word, but like I'm looking through now about the stuff that happened in that. Yeah, I did not like the Zelda trailer. There was other things in there I'm like, I absolutely do not care about. I mean, Witcher yeah, Three, Witcher Three looks like trash. Would be great. I was saying if the hardware could like if the hardware was good, it would be good. But I'm like, I do not want to play a gimped version of The Witcher yeah. Three. I li- I just don't want to play. It. I'm literally playing mobile version of Witcher Three. I'm good. I have it on every other console that it looks great on. Why would I waste my time? Yeah, if they had like the Switch XL and they can at least get that thing to like run at 1080p, like now we're talking. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if it's if it's equivalent to like how it looked on like the the launch Xbox PlayStation Four. Sure, absolutely, man. And you know, like I'd be all for it. Yeah. I don't, yeah, 720 I mean, while docked. Like, if, yeah, if I'm five, playing it docked, I might as well play it on any other console that's right. in 4K. Yeah. And 540 hand, like, no, thank you. Oh, 540, that's what I'm, yeah, like, yeah, like, no, my phone, I mean, literally, everyone's phone, your grandma's phone does better than that. Like, I don't, I'm good. Yeah, well, she's dead, so that's not too Well, hard. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so sorry about that, Zach. Uh, continue, buddy. Um, yeah, what was I saying? Um, so you were talking about the Breath of the Wild, uh, you know, trailer basically just out of anything for you. Yeah, I mean, that, like I said, that was like a, more like a, a kind of a weird disappointment. As far as like overall disappointment, it is, as far as Microsoft is, it was my favorite. It was also the, the biggest disappointment just because I, and I feel like it was a victim of our, our own hype. Sure. Um, uh, but like, man, like, like everyone's saying, man, if, 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 if any year you were going to do it, this was the year to grab all those headlines and, you know, Ke- Keanu Reeves is grabbing all the headlines and that was on the Microsoft stage. But I mean, can, you can't like, that's, that's, that's as far as it gets. As I have a feeling we'll get to that in a, in a second, but yeah. Um, 
I mean, yeah, so we all agree. I think they could, like, they could have done better. Like, even if, like, they didn't have surprises, I feel like just simply, like, deeper dives into, like, why I should be excited, even if it's for, like, you know, next year, like, to show me or, like, like years this year. Like, I mean, hello, man. Like, uh, the game, like you said, the game's coming out in a couple months. Like, there's no reason why you don't just blow the doors off it at this point. I remember, like, the Gears 4 demo where they showed, like, the weather. Um, yeah. Yeah. And shit like the the what I forget what they're called like the crazy lightning storms and the like mail the, storms or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. No, and not like the, storms, I have, whatever. I know what you're talking about the shit flying at you that you had to. I mean, like I remember how bright, wow, this is uh, an incredible, um, like you know, this is clearly gears, like in a lot of ways, but this is next gen gears. Like I kind of wanted something like that. So oh well. Yeah, and and you know, part of me like when I sit down and I'm like, all right, let me think a logical reason as to why Microsoft's show wasn't better than it was. And I, I at least wholeheartedly believe, and, and I think we even mentioned it earlier, like I, I wholeheartedly believe next year and I, and people say this every year, but like they're at the end of the life cycle of the Xbox one. So like, I feel like, th- you know, they're going to hold the door and, uh, you know, really open it and let you see what's cooking in there for the new console next year when that console is only four months away or whatever it is, five months away. Oh, sure. It goes without saying, but like get people excited now, right? Like presumably like the Xbox one is just going to get cheaper and cheaper between now and the launch of that next thing. So why not like show people? I mean, I don't know. You know I mean, I, I agree. I, I agree. Like as a fan and everything, you're like, yeah, absolutely. Sell me on why I should be buying the Scarlet. This world's 120 frames per second, man. I don't mean shit if you ain't got nothing to play on it. So, yeah. um, I, I, George I, and oh, George and Adam, like, do you guys uh, have any particular uh, like disappointments or things that you just felt felt uh, flat, flat during any of the shows? Uh, for me, it was just a just a situation with Halo and and to an extent gears i personally wasn't expecting anything but i was hoping to kind of catch a little bit of the the hype that everyone's been excited about for that game but it just wasn't there yeah for me i mean i don't want to harp on it too much but yeah witcher 3 on switch looks like trash <laughs> like straight up that was probably the most because i ran it was like man it's rumored this should be a good thing i'm like i don't know dude and i seem like god it's just so like why even bother is my thing like again it was mostly him trying to hype it up to me but i'm like man that looks like trash and I have no interest in that. The Microsoft stuff, yeah, they should have. Again, I think Gears more than anything. Halo bothered me because it's 18 months away. But yeah, the Gears definitely should have had a better showing. And then Avengers, I mean, I'd hate it. But my only problem is that I don't like the designs. Not that they don't like like movies, but just the designs, period, don't look good mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Because like I'm because I was watching Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and that looks great. And it oh, doesn't look yeah, realistic. It does. But that art style and those designs are cool. And then the other one. But I like Crystal, so I'll give them a chance. It's just designs, but... It's like, man, those are shitty designs. <laughs> like, they really are. Like, Cap is straight up wearing just, like, a leather armor. Like, I don't know what he's wearing. It doesn't make any sense. I saw Captain Crunch thrown around a lot for Cap. <laughs> yes. I thought it was kind of funny. Did, so, kind of like, I don't want to keep dogging The Witcher, but did you guys catch that it's going to be at 540? Yeah. We're, when it's yeah. handheld? Yes. Oh, we were, yep. That we were uh, talking about that. Like, yeah, for sure, man. Um I don't know. It's just one of the most gorgeous games I've ever played. It's uh, my tinfoil hat prediction. It's probably, you know, um, I mean, I would give it 50, 50 odds. It may be just that, like, like I said, like there, maybe there is a switch XL coming sometime between now and like spring of next year. And they know that they can hit 1080p with that. So they're like, Hey, you know, 
here's this like just not very good version of this game yeah, now. But, yeah, I wouldn't even do that then. You know, but patch it. I mean, I like you could easily go back and patch like Doom and some of those other games that like just aren't really like the best way to play those games. Um, like they're serviceable, but um, I, I don't know. Like we've had the conversation. Like for me, like my I like playing my Nintendo exclusives and I like playing indie games on my Switch. Like I think it's a perfect platform for those things. Like I don't necessarily need like the biggest and greatest like newest uh, like AAA thing on my Switch. Yeah, I'm with you. But the reason that they do it is because. All those Nintendo fanboys buy it. No matter what comes to Switch, they will buy it. It plays like shit. It's on my Switch, and they'll buy it. Yeah, yeah. It's just unnecessary. I feel like it do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, to best surprise. Um, I have a feeling that, like, for the majority of us, like, we probably will have a similar answer. <laughs> but, um, but you know, uh, I can always throw in something different for variety's sake. So. Let loose, Johnny fucking Silverhand. I mean, that's that's gotta be whatever what everybody's uh, excited. I thought the way they presented that was so cool. Um, I didn't know too much about Cyberpunk before E3, and I and just just the fact that he showed up is what kind of got me to start digging into the game so much. Because I think uh, I don't know. I've just I've always loved Keanu Reeves. Who doesn't, right? Um, so that game that game looks amazing. I'm really excited for it. Um, I've always liked that kind of like uh, it seems similar to like Deus Ex. Um, you know, that kind of storyline is pretty cool. Um, the fact that yeah, the game looks great. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. Uh, that's probably my biggest surprise, mostly because I, I didn't have, I didn't have much knowledge about that game ahead of time either. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend there was a extended gameplay demo that they, uh, released, which was essentially like a little bit more of a, uh, uh, not edited, but like, um, like a pre-planned demo it was similar to what they showed last year uh behind closed doors at e3 that they released to the public there's got some voiceover narration where they're kind of explaining the gameplay systems and how things can play out highly recommend you watch it so i think it's like 35 45 minutes so it's a I did. very yeah i went that's, that's the whole thing like when i saw so god i'm like what is this game i had to look it up you know when i started digging into that kind of stuff and i, I did watch not the whole thing but enough to enough to be excited about yeah, absolutely, man. Like, just the the way that it sounds like some of the quest lines and things can go is uh, is pretty cool. Uh, back to the kind of the surprise element. Yeah, man, it was one see him come out onto the stage, um, and like in the flesh, and to just genuinely be like excited. Like you, you know, there are people that I think like sometimes like from a celebrity perspective appear to be phoning it in a bit, you know, or trying to seem like they're excited, but they're kind of just reading on the off the cue card and trying to collect their paycheck. Like he seemed fucking which is awesome yeah i i read afterwards that like he was genuinely shocked by like how well he was received and everything like that talk about knocking it out of the park for uh for celebrity endorsement you know slash actor uh in the game you know like he's like at peak popularity so uh and i think not just peak popularity but like it just made like he makes sense to be in that game like that's a person that you see and you're like yep that that is uh that is a, a perfect choice for what that game's going for. I also love how John Wick is just what Keanu Reeves looks like now. Yeah. <laughs> like everything that he's in, that's just what it's like. I'm like, oh, this is just him. He wasn't, <laughs> he didn't make that decision for John Wick. This is Keanu Reeves now, um, which is great. But yeah, he, he was amazing, of course. Um, and the other thing, which my biggest surprise is all from the same conference is um, Double Fine getting bought by Microsoft. Yeah. That's I agree. like a pretty big fucking deal. And I was like, all right. Tim Schafer coming out there and 
you know, I like Double Fine. Like, they make those little wacky, old-school sort of kind of games. And I was like, that's a good pickup. Like, they keep picking up more and more studios. making Especially with Starbreeze <laughs> going out of business. Uh, yeah, someone's going out of business. Yeah, they're the writing's it's so uh, smart. <laughs> yeah that was awesome like those they'll make some good games and um I, I was not expecting i was expecting someone to get bought i never would have guessed double fine even with the starbreeze stuff i it wasn't in my mind to think of uh double fine. Nope. same here i think like they've done a good job like their their uh, their stable of uh developers is pretty uh varied you know they have a lot of diversity there so like i think that's that's really cool that they're you know, allowing like they're setting themselves up to put like a lot of different types of games out um, in the next like several years. And I love that. Like, that's awesome. So speaking of diversity and and Microsoft and all that, um, what do you guys think about? um, So I'm assuming everybody here, uh, myself included, thought that Ninja Theory was going to make a, you know, oh shit, man, they got Ninja Theory. You know, those guys make fucking awesome stories and here's this multiplayer game now like how do you how did you guys feel about that uh, I, I i thought it looked uh, actually super cool um you know uh they said they've been working on it for a long time so it's not like you know microsoft bought them and said uh yeah it's not like they bought them and said you know make make a multiplayer game for us um so you know i feel like there's going to be a lot of passion in this and i and i feel like they're going to show you know everybody that they, they can make that multiplayer game especially like melee combat it's not big in the multiplayer uh uh world i guess like that so i think the biggest one is that i can think of off the top of my head for honor yeah so i'm super interested to see what um you know what that game's all about yeah i, I didn't feel strongly one way or the other i'm curious um but yeah, like I, I don't feel, uh, I certainly, um, so sur- I would say that falls into the like surprise category bucket, you know, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Interesting. It has personality, you know, that's, that's a, a strength I, I feel like. So when yeah. we say biggest surprise, like for, for me, uh, I'm going to put this in the category of like what, um, like got me excited the most, like surprised me the most to like, you know, made me anticipate something more, not like, Oh, holy shit. That's here. Sure. Whatever, however you want to define it is fine. Um, so uh, I thought like Luigi's Mansion 3 uh, kind of caught me way off guard. Like I played the first one, didn't play the second one, but the, the trailer for the third game looked, looked so much fun. And uh, like I've been playing a little bit more uh, like Nintendo exclusives on the Switch that aren't like, you know, the mainstream like Mario games and in uh zelda and stuff like i got that rabbits game i got um a, like a kirby game and everything so like um oh, do we lose zach again he dipped out for a second well i will say and while he figures that out my actual biggest surprise might be banjo and smash didn't see that one coming yeah oh, that's cool, so man. awesome man that's so yeah. awesome such an underrated game getting some love a good fit too i feel like right like some of the the fighting that they showed uh off with the character like i mean yeah he just fits that aesthetic perfectly you know now like, let me tell you who i don't care about and that's dragon quest boy uh, banjo's yeah. banjo's what's up i know i uh, man i was about to be real disappointed if that was the only fighter that they showed off us like, oh great like, more i was like i don't take another fire Emblem character over dragon quest boy yeah uh, i know man i was like <laughs> fucking sword, sword, wield, sword wielding like rpg jrpg character awesome we don't have enough of those in smash Can you hear me? man okay. yes i get yeah, can hear you. I have no idea what happened. Anyways, yeah, Luigi's Mansion surprised me. I thought that game uh, looked super fun. Like, the co-op stuff looked cool and everything. But to, just to jump on what you guys are talking about, um, 
Yeah, I, th- I thought the way like they they introduced Banjo was cool too to have the the duck hunt dude come up and everything, and then Banjo comes smashing down. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I'm with you though. Uh, that the Dragon Quest guy, like man, I I can't tell any of those dudes apart. They all have swords and they all do very similar moves. So like they're pretty much all like the same to me. I want like more variety, and I feel like that's just more of the same. I do have one other big surprise that got me all sort of excited that I wasn't expecting to come to, to come this soon, or I didn't I didn't know that it was even happening, and that is the Dragon Ball Z game. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. It is an RPG with a fighting game combat system. You know, I, I was had been hoping for Xenoverse 3. Don't know if any of you guys have played those games, but I love those games. And um, to know that we're getting like a, what looks to be like a true RPG experience in the Dragon Ball Z universe. Of course, none other than Goku. Um, that just looks awesome. I saw some of the gameplay footage that they released after. I thought they could have shown a little bit more, but I get it was a big, big uh, sell at the show. But um, but it looks really cool. It looks just really, really cool. And the fact that they are, you know, not selling the whole fight, combat system short, they're still kind of incorporating all the good stuff that all the Dragon Ball Z fighting games have done um, and incorporating it into this RPG type game. It just, it looks so good and it looks so cool and I'm, and I'm super excited and can't wait for that to come out as well. That's going to be a day one. I, I hope it's good because... Man, they can only tell the same Dragon Ball Z story in a game over and over and over again. So, and I love DBZ. Like, I have Shenron and Goku tattooed on me. So, um, like, I'm with you, man. Like, if this is, like, a true RPG game and, like, it's, you know, but it's got that good combat in it, like, that'll be so awesome, man. But I just, there's only so many times I can beat up Nappa, man. Yeah, yeah, I think the, the thing with this game is, like, if the Xenoverse games, you don't really get to, you're not really playing as the actual characters, you're kind of like a created character, that's kind of just part of this universe, a time patroller is what they call it, where you're just kind of messing with timelines, but in this game, you actually get to be, like, uh, from my understanding, Goku but that's Budokai. a later, yeah, yeah, but this one is on RPG, like, you're, like, you're talking about your quests and world, yeah, see, like, like that would be awesome. So, like I'd be yeah. so down with that. So I hope so. I've been. I think this is the game people have wanted for a long time. Dragon Ball Z fan wanted for a long time, and I hope that they can do it right. Um, one other quick surprise that I thought was was pretty huge because of um, how big the game is. But uh, Xbox got Age of Empires. Um, oh yes. On console, which like I've always been interested in it, but like I've never been a PC player. So like for me, like I think that's super cool. Like I can't wait to try that. Yeah, those games are awesome. I played. When I was like ten years old, that's all I played was Age of Empires too. So you're gonna, you should have a good one with that. Yeah, super fucking fun to like do like land parties like with people back in the day or network games where you would like just set up some kind of mad like scenario um, and just like fuck around. Like I mean, of course the campaigns and stuff are all great, but like um, yeah, I used to love just like you know trying to do something really really like bizarre, like almost unintended for that game uh, with a couple of friends, you know. And I guess that Crossfire game is like the biggest game in the world. Yeah, the, yeah, a game I've one. never heard of that has got like yeah. fifty million players. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, it's probably some like it's got to be like an Asian game, like Korea, China, just a huge yeah, game over there that we've yeah. never heard of. It says Crossfire is to the east as Counter Strike is to the west. Okay, okay. fair enough. Well, yeah, uh, is that the one that kind of looked like a Call of Duty knockoff? Like, like when I was watching the gameplay footage, just like. The fuck yeah, they're like in like in the building, and then like the building gets blown up, and they're swimming in the water at the end. Okay. And it's crossfire, and then a big X on the screen because X and 
I believe is cross when you're in Japan, like crossfire, cross. Yep. Apparently what they call the X button uh, for the place. Yeah, the cross button. It's the cross button. So again, a huge game that I don't, oh, and then Fantasy Star. Again, uh, the only reason I don't care about Fantasy Star, the only reason that's a surprise to me is because I heard someone on a podcast make a bet. He said, I will bet you indefinitely for the rest of time that Fantasy Star 2 will never come to West. And he made that bet like six years ago. So I guess he has to pay up now. But that's a game okay. that no one ever thought was going to come over here. What were the stakes? It was like it was like a hundred dollars, like a year added up over a certain amount of time. Then we lost what I had to pay out. He's like, I'll make that bet indefinitely because it's never going to come out. So I don't know if they settled the bet because I stopped listening. Either that dude got paid five hundred dollars or he owed that dude five hundred dollars. I don't know which one. Oh, yeah. The game has been out forever. Yeah, that game has been out forever and never came over here mm. until now. Really cool. So I, I will say before we move on to personal game of the show, like my. Um, favorite surprise um, uh, that hasn't been mentioned to, again, more for the sake of variety than anything else um, is probably that Wolfenstein Youngblood is going to be co-op. Um, I have tried to harp on my brother for just like years to play the Wolfenstein games. Um, I got him to play through a good bit of the campaign for the uh, Wolfenstein New Order, but I think he got a bit frustrated with the... Uh, uh, difficulty, you know, the combat is not quite as like forgiving as something like Doom, where you can regen health and it's more kind of like you know fast pace. It's fast paced, but it's just it's a different beast. Um, I don't think it clicked with him, which disappointed me because I loved both um, New Order and Wolfenstein Two, the New Colossus. Um, it, I think it's just like one of my all time favorite shooter campaigns, like uh, as we've talked about before. So seeing that the new game is co op and it's set in the 1980s, like the whole aesthetic of that's really cool. That they can have a caliber of story that I've come to expect from a Wolfenstein game, and I can play through it with my brother and kind of maybe ease that uh, uh, kind of uh, pushback that the game has. Um, I think that'll be a really neat way to kind of get him like to see what I've seen in those games kind of all along. Um, it should be a blast. Well, everything's usually more fun with friends, so yeah, man, that's a topic for another day. But I was just like. Uh, there's just there's I, I've come to really uh, enjoy like we have a pretty tight group of friends that plays a lot of like you know co-op games now um, and it, it's just unfortunate like I, I feel like I don't play as many single player games as I used to or like and it's not that I don't like playing the co-op games but you know it's this weird push pull I have between playing you know co-op and hanging out with friends and then also wanting to kind of experience like the you know like a big single player campaign kind of thing so topic for another day uh let's go ahead and wrap up though with our uh personal game um really no qualifiers here it's it could be the game that you're most impressed with uh you know in terms of like the gameplay footage uh it could be the game you're most looking forward to like however you want to uh, quantify this uh or qualify i should say uh you know by all means like you know use your own criteria uh george let's start with you first yeah, for me, um, it's got to be Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I'm super, super psyched for that game. I thought, I mean, I can do was EA Play, but I thought the gameplay footage, I sat and watched that for a good bit. Um, I opted to stay in the car while my wife was in some groceries because I just wanted to keep watching that. Um, it, it looks amazing. The game looks beautiful. The graphics look amazing. The, ga- the gameplay looks, looks pretty cool, pretty intuitive. Um, it, it looked difficult, you know, they had told us that the guy playing it was a quote unquote expert and he got his ass kicked a few times. So I'm wondering if it's going to be pretty challenging. It looked to me a lot like for a Star Wars hybrid with a little bit of like, you know, those uncharted cinematics, uh, the acting, the voice acting looks spot on. The game looks amazing. It's just, you know, 
short of getting to actually play the game myself, I couldn't be more excited for That's probably the game I'm most excited about this year. I, I love a good Star Wars game, and it's been a while since there's been one that's really been uh, like one of the all-time greats. I think this one has that potential. Uh, so I, I can't wait for that to come. Did you see the posture meter like, in the gameplay footage? Like a lot of people. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Like after coming off of Sekiro. Like, yep, I know yep, what that's all yep. about. <laughs> it looks like it's going to have it's gonna have all that. It's gonna be like you're not just going to be this overpowered, you know, Jedi. You're going to have to kind of, there's going to be some strategy in the way that you play. There's going to be some, you know, parrying. Um, you know, movement's going to be important. Using the, your force abilities. It, it looks really, really cool. I want to know a little bit more about the story and how this is all going to kind of fit in the in the Star Wars world. It's um, canon. That I wasn't, so, it, it's it's supposed to be right. You've got you've got the, I forgot what his name is, but the the character Saul Guerrero. Yep, there he's in there, and I remember him from the Clone Wars. You remember him from Rebels, and of course Rogue One. So you know, it's I think it's going to be really cool. I'm just curious what this particular guy's storyline. I know that that he just he survived Order sixty six, but. There's got to be more to it than just that. So I'm super excited for that game. I can't wait. Yeah, they said that the the combat in that game, they don't want you to be like this just unstoppable Jedi going around and just running through people. They said, you know, the combat will be more akin to like, you know, Sekiro where you have to, you know, methodically plan out how you're going to, you know, attack certain enemies and that. So I'm just... Uh, I'm, I'm, I was impressed by it and I thought that it was really cool and I, I can't wait for it. And just because, you know, it does look really good. But uh, at the same time, like while I was watching it, I was just like, man, this this could just be Star Wars Force Unleashed 3. And um, not that that would be a bad thing because the I'd Force okay was awesome, but I was, just, I was hoping for like, I don't know, a, a little a little more. I think the way that the story, at least the gameplay played out and how intuitive it was with in terms of like reacting to the enemy and whatnot makes it different so far in my book i don't i don't have that that concern i i agree these were, were were great games very very fun but i think this game has that potential to be like an all-time great like i think the force and leech were good games good star wars but not something that you talk about in terms of like the all-time greats the knights of the old republic that kind of thing and i'm hoping that this this game i'm hoping maybe getting my hopes up too much but no i don't think so i, I, I don't but think, I, but I think I think this could be one of those all-time greats, those epic story. If we got Star Wars with a little bit of taste of God of War, where the, you can still get some challenging gameplay but still enjoy the story, um, I, I I can't wait. That's what I'm hoping. Respawn's got a good pedigree, man. Like, in my opinion, humongous yeah. misses. So, yeah. Um, Adam, why don't you go next, man? What What is your, uh, what's your personal game show? Yeah, I'm going to bullshit because some of these games need shout-outs, but... I got a couple runners up and I'll give my actual. These are quick, but Vampire Masquerade lines to longest title ever. Um, looks awesome. I'm as super well as, intrigued by that game. Yes, as well as Bridge Gate Three, just because as tabletop RPG made into video games that are good. That's what I'm interested in. So those games get shoutouts for me. Uh, Doom Eternal uh, just looks like fucking crazy ass fun. Um, that original or not the original Doom 2016 Doom was like one of the best playing shooters. And it looks like they just keep doing that and they've amped it up. They're like, you're going to heaven and hell and you're on earth. And it's yeah, absolutely fucking crazy. So that looks cool. Um, but my actual game of show will be Cyberpunk because, I mean, just, I mean, based off the hype of industry people or just what I've watched myself. I'm not even listening to anybody else. Just what I've watched myself. 
the dudes who made Witcher 3 are, again, a cyberpunk, another tabletop RPG game. It's like the dudes who made Witcher are making cyberpunk, which I already like cyberpunk. And here's the gameplay. And here's the systems. And here's Keanu. I'm like, you already had my money, so I don't know what you're even talking for anymore. So that's definitely a game of show for me. How about you, uh, Zach? So for for hype, like um, as far as in... All right, let me just say one thing because somebody said something to me and I sat down and I actually, and I thought about it and it makes sense. Um, like my game of show would be Avengers and strictly because I love comic books and that property means so much to me um, that like I just can't wait for it. But then somebody was was talking to me and they were like, you know, E3 is about showing, you know, games and, and you know, and all that. And how can you pick a game that showed no gameplay? You have you you have no idea what that game's about, and you're gonna pick it for your game of show. And I sat down and I thought about it. Makes sense. Like I, I get it. So I think like the best game that was at E3 gameplay for everything that they showed was Watch Dogs Three. Yeah, it's on my list too. Short list. Uh, I, I, I um I didn't get into Watch Dogs. I played maybe 15 hours of Watch Dogs One. I really gave it a chance, and if for some reason it just didn't grab me. Uh, so I never picked up two, and the the gameplay and the mechanics that they showed in this new game, man, looks so fucking cool. And uh, man, like it it got me totally on board. Like it sold me. Like I'm gonna purchase that game when it comes out now because you did such a good job at presenting it and showing me gameplay and getting me hyped. And that is what fucking Gears Five should have done. And yeah. and you know it, they just did such a good job. Like the way they presented it, like. You know, the way that they showed off, you know, the new you can get anybody mechanic and and, you know, and they said and like I they really like reiterated like anyone. So like I'm I'm super curious how that's going to play out, man, like that. That really uh, kind of like blew me away. Yeah, I think it's I mean, undeniably impressive that they showed off the potential at least. And like you kind of saw that through to its logical conclusion. Like, it wasn't just a bullet point on a list of things that you'll be able to do in the game. Like, seeing it actually would be cool. Um, all right. Well, so uh, I've kind of labored over this. I mean, best overall uh, game of show for me is Cyberpunk 2077. I mean, there's not much to say that hasn't already been sent a billion times. It's developers of The Witcher 3. It's, uh, you know, just an absolutely fantastic-looking uh, gameplay. Keanu Reeves being in the game as a main character. Um, just really a whole lot. Um, you know, to, to love there. And I would say probably um, other than that, like to not go for the obvious uh, choice, probably my favorite is uh, Doom Eternal because I have such a long lasting love for that franchise. Uh, Doom 2, I played on you know, pirated floppy back in the day, like the original Doom 2, Hell on Earth. It seems like they're kind of taking that formula and dialing it up to 11 with, you know, 2016's gameplay, adding some new mechanics. It looks gory. It looks fast. Uh, I saw an article today that they, like, had something like maybe 30, I could be totally misremembering that number, like, death metal singers to, like, do growls and crazy sounds for, like, the demon soundtrack, like, in that game, which is, like, I'm like, yep, that sounds about right. Um, and I just can't wait to get my hands on it, man. Like that's, that's a game that I'm just going to feel pure joy the entire time I'm playing it. I will probably play on, 
either the, the hardest difficulty or I might push out if they do the same thing like they did with 2016 where you like can't die or resets your all your progress in the campaign. But the second hardest for sure just because I fucking love it. But yeah, give me that game uh, now. Yeah, so quick quick, quick question for, for Adam and Chris who, who chose something similar to me like Avengers. So like Cyberpunk showed... So if you didn't know anything about Cyberpunk before microsoft's conference would it still be your game of show hmm Based did on they impress was... you enough at did mike did did its presentation at this e3 make that impression on you or was it you not know? the conference alone but like everything that like talked about or like shown outside of the conference um like yes 100 percent. like I, I feel like as far as like games i am uh you know most excited to play or, or i'm most impressed by i should say i'm most excited to probably play doom because that's in the short term, but like most impressed by, um, it's got to be Cyberpunk for sure. Like the fact that they're still showing new gameplay systems and things like in that world that are wowing people that saw the same behind the closed you know door demo that you know came out last year that we eventually got to see like in the the greater public. Um, for people still to be impressed and a new thing, I'm just like fuck yeah, man! Like fuck yeah. Keanu Reeves, hopefully, is not just some bullshit cameo. It sounds like he's a substantial part of that game. Like, amazing. Like, what a what a great, uh, great pick for it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, there's just a lot of, of a lot of things about that game that I just. Can't I mean, wait. yeah. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely cannot wait. And this is coming. Like, I I'm not a huge fan of The Witcher, but I I appreciate The Witcher. Like, I understand why people like it. So I am super duper excited to play that game and and i just want to give a quick shout out to like gods and monsters too because i thought that game despite not like really showing anything uh, i'm intrigued especially since it comes out early next year yeah at this point anything Ubisoft does i'll at least look into because they've been on a roll for like six years so yeah i i mean uh a real quick kind of off topic um i do but like I, i mean i totally with you guys they have been what did you guys think about the conspicuous absence of um Beyond Good and Evil 2 did not surprise me at all, but some people seem genuinely shocked. I'm like, yeah, I think it's smart for them to kind of keep their heads down until it's like ready to. They, I didn't care. Yeah, I mean, I don't honestly care. And they had a stream showing a bunch of stuff like a week before E3, so like there's all the new info you need. Yeah, that's not a that's not a show at the conference because that game's not close. So that's not a show at the conference every year for three years or whatever till it's kind of game. Yeah, there are a bunch of people that were absolutely out of their being saying like, oh, that's gonna be a it's. Out. Uh, definitely not. Um, if I recall, they had put out a call maybe like about a year ago now, like for creators to like submit art to be in the game. Like, and I don't, I haven't heard of people about that. So like if that initiative hasn't had any sort of fanfare, I'm like, there's no way that game is close to being out. Yeah. I just, I think that that game is, uh, you know, I think from, you know, initial reveal, like I, I never thought that that we were going to get that game this generation anyways. Yeah. So um, I didn't anticipate seeing anything this year. So And it's not like what they showed last year made me be like, well, they fucking showed so much of the game last year. Where is it this year? Like, uh, it just, you know, it was very much like a tech demo uh, last year. And um, I'm not at all disappointed. And in fact, it, it makes me anticipate what they're going to show off next year, you know, even more. Yeah, absolutely. I think what they just showed us last year is just letting us know that it's coming, that that that's that it's going to happen, and and I think that's more than good enough for the time being. There's no need to show something when it's not they're not quite ready to. Excellent. Well, is there anything that uh, anybody wants to, uh, to add before we close out here? Final thoughts on E3 uh, as we kind of 
you know, fish are into the dead zone that is summer before the big holiday uh, hype. Mm-hmm. Not that I can think of. I, I think I got uh, pretty much everything off my chest that I can think of anyways. Um, oh, the Outer Worlds looked super cool. Um, but like, yeah, I can't I can't really think of anything else. I mean, I'm sure I will after as soon as we get off. But <laughs> I think we covered it all. You know, it's it's calm before the storm. There's some interesting stuff coming out this year and early next year, but I'm looking for that holiday 2020 is what I'm really caring about at the moment. So next year should be good. This one was was pretty decent. There's stuff I'm interested in, but next year, I mean, I'd be good. Sony should be back. We'll see if they decide, you know, even come back to E3 or do their own thing like everyone else is doing. But you know, this will what was shown will satiate me until next year, whenever I'm get, get really excited about what's coming up. Oh, God, yeah, there's just so much to play. Um, speaking of which, uh, really quick, man, I feel like like lightning round, like what what we've been playing. Let's fly through that and then we'll we'll bring it home because I I'm curious. Um, I played a lot of Hitman Two and Watchdog, so I got my I grinded my way through the Hitman thing because there's that elusive target that's only good for a week. So I mm-hmm. did everything I needed to do to get ready to kill that guy or those guys, Charlie? and then. No, I've missed both times that he oh. was there. <laughs> he came back, and I missed him. Um, maybe he'll come back a third time. We'll see. Uh, so, yeah, I got through that. And then, yeah, like I said, Watch Dogs 2, because a Legion got me so high. Let me go actually go back and finish 2. Man, I love 2. 1 is definitely... I know you, you said you only played a couple hours. It definitely takes itself way too serious. 2 is super goofy. Not super goofy, but it's a lot laid back. Pretty fun. So, been loving going through that, you know, four years after it came out or whatever. But, yeah, that's what I've been playing. I'm gonna change this for me. I'm still right now Destiny Two. I think we hopefully we'll be completing that raid tomorrow night. Um, if everything goes well. Other than that, yesterday, yesterday or two, yes, no Tuesday, I think that we started playing um Borderlands. The uh, original Borderlands mm-hmm. One. Yeah, the original. Trying to get myself into that game. Oh man, you must be pumped around for Borderlands Three. Well, I don't. It's not uh, not Borderlands One. Borderlands Two is in the Game Pass, but One. I thought the uh, Handsome Collection was. It's not the part of it. It's part of two, yeah. yeah oh, shit, yeah, I forgot. That's right. They just put out that Game of the Year edition, whole separate thing, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it looks beautiful, by the way, in 4K. Like, for a game that is, you know, uh, close to a decade old at this point, yeah. yeah, like, it looks really good, man. I think, anyway, a lot so, of quality of life imp- improvements, but... Yeah, so it was, it was fun. I haven't really gotten into it, spent too much time messing around with the, the duels, but I'm going to try to take it more seriously the next time I play yeah, um, as for me, uh, I've been playing, uh, like, well, a lot of Destiny 2 and Borderlands. As, as uh, George pointed out, I started uh, Hellblade, Sinuous Sacrifice. I've uh, been working my way th- slowly through that, really enjoying it. Kind of cool, moody, atmospheric. I'm almost done with Dark Souls on Switch. That's been my lunch break game for a while. And um, I uh, played some Overcooked 2 uh, while we were streaming uh, our E3 reactions in between How conferences on Sunday. It's a lot of fun. I, I think they do a better job ramping up the difficulty um, in the game than the first one did. And I think that it's a little bit more fair when you have four people. The first game, uh, I feel like I had a brick wall. We were playing four-player co-op after a certain point where it seemed nearly impossible to get three stars, um, which you know was kind of frustrating for completionists like me. So... Um, I had a good time with it, man. We probably played it for like a solid two hours straight and uh, oh, really kind of like, you know, got our groove down with like uh, job duties. And of course, like with the way the levels sort of change and things like um, sometimes you have to kind of like adapt on the fly. But um, it is a really, really cool game to play co-op. I like that they have online co-op. So if you ever purchase it and you want to give it a go, let me know, man. I love Overcooked. 
Yeah, definitely. Because I, I, I love the first one, and uh, I never, never beat it, but I got super far into it with my buddy, and uh, and I just saw, you know, like they, they allow you to like throw food and stuff now, and like I, there's so many levels in the first game where I'm just like, if they fucking only had that in this game. So I'm just, it, I was always excited to play it, but it's a game I don't want to play by myself. So now that you said you had it, I might, you know, I might buy it. Uh, and dude, the throwing the food, it's not just like tossing it onto like the floor or the counter, like motherfucker, um, like rice into like the, the pasta, like uh cooker or whatever. Like I just throw right and I just land in there and like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like throw across the room. Like, so you can do some nutty stuff with it for sure. It's kind of cool. That's awesome. Um, as far as what I've been playing, um, I've actually just been playing one game and it's been Dauntless. I've been going pretty hot into it. Um, I'm loving it. Um, it's you know, it's the grind that I I like because I like the loop. You know, getting the different armor and like, oh man, that guy's armor is cool. What monster did he hunt to get that? You know, so um, I've been really enjoying that. And uh, so that's pretty much all I've been playing. I've been sinking a lot of time into. Uh, they did a good job for you know for a free to play game. It's really well done. Excellent. Well, uh, I think that about does it really quickly. Um, Adam, where can everybody find you? Social media, etc. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and I changed my Xbox Live name. They're both Adam Gunn now. Oh. Because Xbox, heads up for anybody, Xbox Live changed the way names work. So everyone gets one free change. So if you want to change your name, you have to Google it and go to a link or whatever. But um, yeah, you get a free change on Xbox. So everything's Adam Gunby now. I love my Good hot tech. And how about you, uh, George? Where can we uh, can we find you? Uh, no, nothing's changed on Twitter at WarGeorge7 and uh, on Xbox Live at A6Face1Face-I. But now I might consider changing that thing as uh, I got a free name change. <laughs> Very cool. And uh, Mr. Zach? Uh, I'm over on Twitter. It's at Optimus Prime. Uh, two M's in the Optimus and Prime as well as two E's in Prime. Uh, my gamer tag is uh, Optimus Prime, just two M's in Prime. Fantastic! I am It's Waterman on Twitter and Chris Ninety Day. Every, uh, fellas, at some point we need to get together and do a, uh, a multiplayer night and actually play some video games together sometime soon. So I hope to see you out there and something. We'll plan that, and uh, I wouldn't even mind streaming it, um, you know, just for shits and giggles. But uh, until next time, uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, we appreciate you listening. Give us a review and uh, subscribe if you haven't already. We'll see you next time. Take it easy.